Welcome to another edition of the Mental Health Matters with Marty podcast. My name is Martina Sellers, marriage and family therapist in the beautiful state of California, where the sun is always shining. I will serve as your host and mental health hygienist. This podcast is designed to challenge your stinking thinking and your maladaptive thoughts surrounding mental health and awareness to move you from doubt and discouragement to encouragement and empowerment. Don't continue to secretly suffer in silence and the shadow of shame, but speak up, speak out, and live. I want to thank you all for being so patient with me uh, during this time. It has been busy and life has been happening. But know this, I have missed you and I'm so glad to be back with you to bring you um, another edition of this podcast. Um, my heart is still there and my heart is really to educate uh, all of us on mental health awareness, especially those of us who are black and brown uh, and men. And how appropriate, because June is Men's Health Awareness Month. And I want to kind of go back and just revolve and, and talk about different things that we as men face. And I get excited every year that Men's um, Health Awareness Month comes because it gives me a chance and gives us uh, who are clinicians and male clinicians and male doctors and all of that a chance to really, you know, share some nuggets and to encourage men. Because, you know, we don't like talking about our health. We don't like talking about anything except for sports, uh, women, and and maybe drinking. But we have to get past the shallow talks and the shallow conversations and really talk about things of stuff's substance. And that's what um, I'm hoping to accomplish this month. I'm so excited. And then stay tuned. I got some real exciting interviews coming up that I'm so proud that we're going to be releasing uh, during this time as well. But let's jump right into it. Listen, I want to talk about, again, June is Men's Health Awareness Month. And I can only speak from the perspective of a black man. We have so many stigmas and hangups and challenges and just pride as it becomes as it pertains to our own personal health and wellness. And and y'all, I'm I'm hoping to change that. Um, why? Because you know, too many of us are dying way too young. And when you look at various statistics, you're seeing that most of what we go through is preventable. Or even if we, we go through it, such as a cancer, such as stroke, such as some of these things, it can definitely be caught in its early stages and managed. But what we have to learn to do, especially as men, is learn to pay attention to our bodies pay attention to our mental health, pay attention to our emotions. We can no longer suck it up. You know those stereotypes and, and the toxic male identities and toxic male thoughts that we always have, you know, well, man up, suck it up. Uh, you, you, men don't cry. Men don't show emotions. That's our problem. We've been holding it in too long. You all know I've, I've said this before. I believe that we also have this, what I call the Coca-Cola syndrome, where we 
where, where just like a, a can of soda will shake it when we say, suck it up, uh, uh, hold it in, don't say, and each time that can is shaking even more, and we feel it on the inside, but we try not to express it on the outside, and what does that do? It keeps the boil and causing pressure, and it's destroying us, come on, it's destroying us, and then the slightest pressure, the slightest crack of that can, you know, we then, we first, I, I say it this way, y'all, we first implode, and the uh, imploding has already been building, and then we explode all over everyone else, and and that's just not mentally, that's emotionally, and that is physically, and dare I say spiritually as well. And so with that, we cause damage first to ourselves, second to our loved ones who are in close proximity to us, and third to any innocent bystander who just might be there. We're going to do all those things and explode on them. And for we as black men, we then get become the epitome of the stereotype that other people already think and believe about us. Say, see, I told Told you he was nothing but a monster. He was nothing but a, another angry black man. He was nothing but uh, 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 had all this inside of him. He can't talk. He can't show emotion. See, I told you, you shouldn't spend time. Y'all see, I'm, I'm a little heated <laughs> and passionate about that. Why? Because I have too, in one part of my life or several times in my life, have not only been stereotyped of those things and those um, maladaptive thoughts, um, but I thought them about myself as well. Yes, I did think those things about myself because I was always, I felt I always had to be perfect, that I could do no wrong, and that because I grew up in a domestic violent household, that because my father was explosive at times, uh, uh, then I couldn't be that. So the more I tried to suppress those things, the more it eventually caused damage um, and then even caused me to act out at different times of my life. Why? Because I did not know how. I didn't even know where to begin. I didn't even know how to um, attain and, and access those type of services. Now that I'm a therapist, I realize the importance of putting those tools and, and allowing people to know how how to obtain access to various services. Y'all, I get DMs all the time and and, and those type of things about, hey, um, I have a question or those type of things. So it's so important that we talk about this. And that's my whole goal um, today. So as we're talking about um, men's health awareness, there are some things that we need to uh, just put out there. Men are less likely to seek health care than women are. Let me say, men are more and less, rather, less likely to seek health care than women. We know that. Um, we also know that in most relationships, it is the wife, it is the girlfriend, it is that spouse, it's that partner that will encourage men to see their doctors, to encourage men to possibly even go to therapy. You would be surprised how many men, when I ask them in couples or even coming to therapy, so why are you here? How do 
did you hear about us? Well, my wife told me to come, or my girl found you, or I, um, my significant other found you on Facebook or Instagram or doing your live show, or even, can I put a, a shameless plug in here for even listen to the podcast? Yes, please like and share. There's my shameless plug. <laughs> uh, but anyway, but, but we know that men are less likely to seek health care. And then we also know that 21% of men admit to advo- avoiding going to the doctors due to the fear of a negative diagnosis. Wow. Let me say that one more time. 21% of men admit to avoid going to the doctors to um, for fear of a negative diagnosis. And and that's the challenge there. Listen, men, if we get regular checkups, if we're seeing our doctor on a regular basis, we won't have to fear um, a negative or, or a detrimental diagnosis. Why? Because we then have already been doing the necessary things of seeing our doctors, making sure our blood pressure, pressure is correct, making sure we, we're not diabetic, making sure that everything, our brain is functioning properly, our knees and our, our we're, we're able to have activity of our limbs. I'm sounding real churchy here. Uh, uh, but we're able to, why? Because we're going to the doctors. We have regular checkups um, and everything. Listen, my doctor told me he's taking an early retirement. I said, well, listen, uh, I need to know where you live because, listen, we have been together so long. I ain't got time to break someone else in. But but I have that relationship with my doctor because I've been seeing the same doctor for nearly 20 years, I know it's almost like we've watched our children grow up together and those type of things. So we have a relationship because, listen, if I get a sneeze too long, I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Somebody call my doctor. Call my doctor. I'll call him. I text him. I love emailing. And he's always um, very, very responsive. So men, there really is no fear to it. Only thing we have to do is pick up the phone, uh, a Google, um, do a, a, a website search or whatever, and find the right doctor that's going to meet your need. Now, here's another alarming statistic. According to the American Cancer Society, there are somewhere between, I, I saw two different reports, so I'm going to put them both up there. So, so, so somewhere between 175,000 to 230,000 new cases of prostate cancer diagnosis each year. If, if, if it's 175,000, that's too many. If it's 230,000, that's way too many. The point is this. There are way too many new diagnoses of prostate cancer that can be avoidable and early detection and diagnosis of this can make sure it does not go into those uh, terminal stages with that. As a result, one of the most common ways that men die is due to prostate cancer, especially among black men. And it is avoidable. Now, here's the, uh, I'm not even calling it a trick. Here's what we have to do. We have to be honest. If prostate cancer men is running in your family, your uncle, your father, your grandfather, cousins, it doesn't matter, three, four, five, ten times removed, if there is any hint of prostate cancer running in your 
family. You need to be examined and checked every year, every two years, at, at, at minimum every three years. Why? Because the probability is too high to risk. Why play Russian roulette with your life when you can get a simple test and it's non-evasive now? My doctor sends me the kit in the mail uh, uh, and it's really, uh, you can do it in the privacy of your home, the, at least the initial part of that, and send it back to the mail to your doctor and they can examine that and tell you if you need to come in for further um, review and examination. It's that simple. Come on, anyone who has Kaiser, I have Kaiser, you can do that. So we want to help bring awareness to this. Uh, and then over, and, and here's another problem with we as men too. Do you know that over 60% of American men are obese uh, uh, or very much overweight, that's a problem. What does that say? We're eating the wrong foods or we're eating too much, too many of the, uh, again, of the wrong foods. We have to do better. Listen, black men, we cannot eat fried fish all the time. We cannot eat fried chicken and, and at Hooters all the time. We cannot be eating rib and rib shack all the time. We got to introduce some greens. Uh, yes, I'll say collards and turnips and everything else, but don't put all that hog mog and fat back and everything else in it. Come on, we got to eat healthier. We got to put some fresh uh, fruit and vegetables in our diet. We got to lay off on some of this red meat. We need to eliminate some of, a lot of this pork out of our diet. Why? Because that's increasing the sodium. Uh, blood pressure. I have high blood pressure and I do take a, a daily blood pressure pill. Why? Because it runs in my family. I also have to be careful as well. Why? Because diabetes runs in my family. So I just can't eat any and everything. I might love Chinese food, but Chinese food does not always love me. It will send my blood pressure through the roof. So I have to be aware of those things that I can and cannot do. Those things that I can eat, those things that I cannot eat, those things that I eat in moderation and those things I can't eat in moderation. We have to know and get to know. Pay attention to your body. Listen, your head might be hurting. Uh, if you're having a headache more than three, four days straight and it's lasting and it's keeping you from doing that, there could be a major problem. You may need to get your blood work drawn up. If you, you know, men, we got to get out there and exercise. Listen, you thought you was a hooper back in the day anyway, so get out there and throw, uh, uh, shoot a few shots, uh, throw the football, throw the baseball, uh, walk a few laps. You may not be a, listen, I used to run track, but I can't run track like I used to uh, in, in, in the 80s like I can now. I got to walk, walk that track a couple times before I can start running. Then I got to do a slow, slow uh trotted jog, then I might be able to get warmed up. By then, I'm exhausted. But anyway, don't y'all stop laughing at me. We have to do better. We have to do better um, with that. Do you know that uh, prostate cancer affects one in every nine men? So men, we have to do better. Let's move on. Another one of the stigmas we have to get rid of is the stigma and how we stigmatize mental health issue, especially black men. Let me tell you something, black men, brown men, uh, and all men, mental health will save your life. Stop the stinking thinking about mental health. We all need some help at some time or another. The um, American 
Psychological um, Association reports that 30.6% of men experience some type of depression or depressive symptoms in their lifetimes, and yet they refuse to seek help. And in doing that, it just makes the matter more complicated and harmful. Men, again, like I used the example earlier, we implode, and then it has an adverse effect on our bodies. You carry all that depression around. You carry all that stress around. It's going to affect your heart. So your blood pressure, which might have been controlled, now becomes out of control. It then can cause, again, stroke. It then can cause heart failure. It can cause so many different things that we then begin to worry what's going on. What's going on is that you refuse to treat your mental health condition. And that is really killing us. I'm going to say this. Men, listen, we have to make better choices to protect our health. We have to make better choices to protect our health. What are some choices we can make? Right off the bat, there's some choices that you can make. You can make the choice of drinking less alcohol. You can make the choice of quitting smoking. I'm going to say that that whether they're cigarettes, whether it's some of them tweets uh, and tweeds that we smoke, uh, whether it's uh, uh, legal or not, we need to look at what we drink and smoke. Why? Because it can have detrimental effects on our lives. Cirrhosis of the liver. Why? Because you've drank too much. Uh, 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 lung damage. Why? Because you smoked too much. So we we got to back up off of the liquor and the alcohol and um, the smoking. Another thing we can do is healthier choices in the kitchen. I already talked about that. We need to, to make wise decisions. Um, I've, I, y'all, I'm trying to give up drinking soda. It's killing me, but I'm, I'm winning this battle. Um, last month in the month of May, I think I had maybe three sodas, um, uh, maybe even two the whole month. I'm trying to drink a lot more water to flush my system out. Listen, I'm going to be 55 this year. Yes, 55 this year. I can't. Uh, do what I used to. I cannot waste my empty calories on soda. I much rather waste them on food, good food, and not soda that's getting me overweight because I got to get this COVID-19 off of me. Uh, talk about the 19 plus pounds I was being kind that I gained because I was not physically active. So that leads me to the next one. Not only do we need to eat better, we need to be active, whether that is walking, whether that's working out in the gym, wh- whatever that might be doing. Uh, yoga. That Oh, my goodness. I, that yoga, it still works. Meditation, uh, that also works. We can also do not just physical things for our body, but we need to do mental things for our mind. We need to do, get involved more with meditation. We need to be involved more with deep breathing and relaxation techniques. Um, those things are going to help us in the long run. And then let me say this. We also, if you are experiencing any type of emotional trauma or any of those type of things, we need to see a therapist and or a life coach. Now, because I'm a therapist, I'm going to definitely say if you're experiencing any type of mental health or or psychological issues, definitely see your therapist. But a life coach can also support you in making sure that you are achieving the goals that you are setting out to achieve. Seeking help is 
not a sign of weakness, but it's a sign of strength. Why? Because I, it's okay to say I'm not okay and I can't do this on my own. Now that is what a man does realizes that he cannot do this on his own. Why? Because when we don't recognize when we need help, when we don't do the things that help us along the way, it can take five years off of our lives. So again, I want to just encourage you in this month of men's awareness and men's health awareness in the month of June, I want you to be healthy, I want you to be strong. I want you to live to see another day. I want to thank you for joining me on this week's edition of Mental Health Matters with Marty as we talk about Men's Health Awareness Month, the month of June. There are so many podcasts out there that you could have listened to, but I'm so glad that you chose this one. Please like and share this podcast for those who you know who could be positively impacted by the mental health tools that I've given you today. Apple listeners, I need your help. Please give me a five-star rating and leave a review for others to see. In this journey called life, do not continue to secretly suffer in silence in the shadow of shame, but it is my desire to break the negative stigma of mental health and wellness for all people. We have to stop the stinking thinking by changing our toxic mindset. So as I say each week, always remember to speak up, speak out, and live. But more importantly, enjoy Enjoy your life. This episode of Mental Health Matters with Marty podcast is sponsored to you by Marcel Media Group, Marcel Consulting and Mental Health Services, Project Smith Designs, Z Creations, Carla Ray Photography, and Alex Robb's Design.